It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday the 7th of February and it's clear out your computer day. And a big happy birthday to Eddie Izzard, Chris Rock, Ashton Kutcher and Garth Brooks. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and to the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. That was Queen Elizabeth II 70 years ago at her coronation and she celebrated her seventh decade on the throne this weekend. She used the moment of her platinum jubilee to express her sincere wish that Camilla would be given the title of Queen Consort when Prince Charles, currently a sprightly 73, ascends to the throne. There were tributes from all around the world, including from Joe Biden, Prince Charles and Boris, who called her 70 years of service truly historic. Her Majesty was in great form, attending a celebratory event at which she was presented with a special platinum jubilee cake. I thought it had to be upside down for the press. As they can see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't matter. <laughs> well, I think I'll probably read it upside down. I too. think you probably. <laughs> I think I might just put a knife in. I it. think that's a really good idea. See if it works. Oh yes, it, oh, it goes in beautifully. Beautifully. Somebody else can finish it off. Do the. Boris didn't appear at the Queen's party. Strangely for someone who seems to love them so much, Bertie was busy across the weekend appointing new advisers as he attempts to rebuild the Downing Street team. He's appointed Steve Barclay MP as his new Chief of Staff, although he also remains a Cabinet Office Minister, and former BBC and GB News presenter Guto Harry has been appointed as Director of Communications. He appeared on the BBC's newscast podcast only 10 days ago, explaining what Boris needed to do to fix things. There is no doubt he's one of those really creative players, say a a nifty little winger, who thinks that even when the team is doing badly, that if only he gets the ball, he can run through everything and score a try. Mm. Now, that's great if you're a winger. Boris has always underestimated how critical it is to have a fantastic team around him. Mm. Labour's Shadow Secretary of State David Lammy wasn't impressed by the changes and he was sticking to Labour's core message. The number one issue here, Trevor, is that the Prime Minister should resign. And former Attorney General Dominic Grieve didn't seem to think the new appointments would make much difference either. I don't really see why anything's going to change by appointing new people in Downing Street Mm. because the evidence is overwhelming. He's done this before when he got rid of Mr Cummings and it didn't really make any difference. The chaos continued. After a week of traumatic news about future energy price rises as the off-gem caps due to increase by almost £700 in April, there was more bad news from Tesco boss John Allen. He's warning that food price inflation will become a bigger issue as the impact of energy prices feeds into the supply chain. And in some ways, the worst is still to come, because although food price inflation in in Tesco over the last quarter was only 1%, 
we are impacted by rising energy prices, our suppliers are impacted by rising energy prices, so that the likelihood is that that uh, inflation figure will rise, but we're doing all we can to offset it. Joe Rogan's in trouble again. Having gotten into a row with Neil Young after vaccination disinformation, people began to take a closer look at some of his other content on his podcasts. And well, it didn't go too well for Joe. He took to Insta again to apologise for some truly shocking accusations about his older podcast material. I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word, and it looks f***ing horrible, even to me. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Okay, out of context. Maybe maybe it's not that bad then. Let's have a listen to one of those shows in question, in context. When you say the N-word, you're saying, like, it cannot be speak. It cannot be uttered. It is a sacred word. Yeah. It is a magic word. If you say it, Candyman will come. Right. Yeah, but the N-word, you won't say it. Look, look at you. Say it. Start <laughs> <laughs> to come on the Smart 7. We find out whose nickname is Blodwin Campervan, and it's bad news for Aussie soap fans. Right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome back. It was a busy sporting weekend with lots of FA Cup fourth round action. Man United got dumped out by Middlesbrough on penalties. The mighty Boreham Wood managed to knock out Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest beat Leicester 4-1. The fifth round draw sees Man City head to Peterborough while Spurs face Middlesbrough and fifth tier giant killers Boreham Wood head to Everton. The weekend also saw the Six Nations rugby kick off with Ireland beating Wales and France defeating Italy. England's championship hopes were severely dented after a loss to Scotland and Eddie Jones wasn't pulling any punches. Yeah, we're massively disappointed we lost. But let's make that clear and Scotland deserved to win. Um, But I thought we dominated a lot of the game, um, but we didn't get the points out of the domination. And at the end of the game, rugby is a pretty simple game. When you dominate, you've got to get points and you've got to get enough to be ahead of the opposition at the end. Iconic Aussie soap Neighbours is in a spot of bother. The show, which launched back in 1985 and gave the world Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan, still airs on Channel 5 every weekday. But now it's looking a bit rough, as Channel 5 is not intending to renew the contract. Stroth. The makers, Network 10 in Australia, say they're looking for another broadcast partner. At least we'll always have iconic moments like the random guest appearance from the Pet Shop Boys. I'm looking for a recording studio, which is round here somewhere. Oh, yes, that's that studio where the kids did their recordings, I think. Are you in a band? Yeah, the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, well, I'm sure you're destined for big things one of these days. Taron Edgerton has a new play on at the moment, the delightfully titled Cock. He popped up on Graham Norton's show, and apart from chatting about, you know, Cock, he also had some Elton John anecdotes to share. 
He won a Golden Globe for his portrayal of Elton in Rocketman, and he's been rewarded with his very own drag name. In the 70s, it was a bit of a thing that, that he did as he gave his friends drag names. And as I said to, to you earlier, I, I, I have a camper van, and Elton thought that was really, really funny, um, and I'm Welsh, so he called me Bloodwin Camper Van. Um, <laughs> and he still signs emails, Dear Bloodwin, where the f*** are you? Young? This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.